if your kid is having behavioral problems, don't run to your doctor to get ADD medication because there is another way. That's why you need to listen to this episode. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne. I'm a mental health trailblazer. And I know it's hard out there in the world and kids struggle internally, externally. And when your kid has behavioral problems, it's really, really hard. And I'm here to tell you it's going to be okay when you take one step towards natural solutions. Welcome, everybody, to this episode about what to do when your kid struggles with behaviors at school. And this is my really good friend, Becky Wells. She's my sister from another mother. And she's one of those human beings. When I met her, we were instant buddies. That's just the way it is. And we're both Aquarians. Our birthdays are one day apart. I know, which is kind of cuckoo. So welcome, Miss Becky. And thank you for really being a beacon of light in who you are. You're just one of those people that I always like. You have a huge aura. You have a huge heart. And you're here and you You know, you already have your own community, Hippie Moms community, which is a really cool community for moms who are really looking to connect about ways to bring natural solutions, live a more organic lifestyle into the world. And you're here to share your own story about your son and and that moment where he had a hard time and how I helped you in that, um, but how you helped yourself. You got the tools, but welcome. Tell us a little bit about who you are and who you serve. Thank you so much, Dr. Roseanne. I, as always, I just love being with you. And I love what you are bringing to the world and to mothers because having children with these big issues impacts every aspect of a mother. Oh my gosh, doesn't it ever? it, it, It sinks into every aspect of your life. I, with hippie moms, it's, it's really about banding together because moms have to do that. We need each other. We We learn from each other. We need to understand what has worked for other moms and what hasn't. And we, and we kind of need to, you know, hold arms and walk each other home. And I really believe home is, is truly creating an environment of connection, of truly nourishing our families. And not stressing so much about things that don't matter. You know, we're just, we're just kind of can feel like we're on a hamster wheel. And what you said earlier about Ryder is my eldest. And about a year ago, he was going through something big, something really big. He was, and it was freaking you out. Oh, I, I was beside myself. Yeah. Because here I am as a mother, I do all the things. Oh, and I, I'm doing air do. all the things, the diet, the outdoor yes. living, yes. the right school, yes. you know, trying to keep a calm home, all the yes. right things. Yes. All the right things. And I couldn't believe that my son was having these issues. And it was getting to the point where he had to stay home from school for a month and a half. Let me tell you, that was horrible. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and you know, I think it's like we have this grand vision. I say this all the time, right? Like before I had kids, I was like, oh, my kids are going to be like the best, easiest kids. I'm Dr. Roseanne. And they're going to go to Montessori schools because I love Montessori schools. I, I love a lot of schools, but I just am aligned with that in that kind of way. And 
here Alpac pops max, you know, and the poor kid get bitten by a tick at 22 months. And then our life becomes a total train wreck for, you know, years at a time. But you were doing all the right things. And talk about what was going on with Ryder. Like, why was he having a hard time? What did it look like? Paint the picture. Well, it was anchor. It was like yeah. he was he was triggered. I was walking on eggshells, trying to make sure that everything was okay so that we didn't have these huge outbursts that would just kind of ripple effect into everyone. You know, it would bring this level of tension that you could cut with the knife. And then so my nervous system was activated. Yes. And of course, who do I call? But Dr. Roseanne. I'm like, I, I can't do this. I need help. So I call my sister from another mother, mister. And I'm like, Roseanne, what can I do? And what you helped me understand was that his nervous system was activated. He could not get into that rest and digest state. And what happened is all of our nervous systems co-regulate. In a family, we're all feeding off of each other. We're, and, and our kids really look to us. And, and I think one of the biggest things was, well, one is you helped me understand what are the things that can help him? What are just simple supplements that I can give him at night? And I have to tell you, that was mind blowing because well, you know with, what, because you're when you're in it, you know, you yeah. can't see it. Right. No. And and yeah. you're like, but I'm doing this and I'm doing this and it's yes. not working. And I think yes. that's where like people call here every day. We were talking about this before. And then they can't see themselves in the solution. They only right. see the gap. They never see the gain. They never understand that the magic is in the little pieces, right? And a big takeaway, what you said, you shared your calm, right? Like as good as things were, it doesn't mean you were doing something wrong. Right. Ryder wasn't getting what he needed yeah. to regulate his nervous system. Yeah. And let's also say this, because I want to say this in every episode about behavior. He wasn't acting this way on purpose. No. He, his brain was in an overdrive state. And yes, he was doing this, but it was because he couldn't regulate. That he, that he couldn't do something else. So the key was to regulate him. Yes, it yes. was. And, and I think what was so beautiful is once I had these tools and a deeper understanding, which I didn't know, you know, it's like, you know, but you don't know. And you need, you need someone to be like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Like, here, here are the I things. I was like, calm the hell down, Becky. We're going to figure this out is basically, I'm sure, what I said to you in a voice message. Yes. I mean, literally, my son was home for a month and a half I and he was in this space. And for me, I need my space so I can get to my center. I can... Because as mothers, it's we're always on and we are the space holders in our totally. family. Yeah. And oh my gosh, we, Becky. Isn't that the truth? Oh, it yeah. is. And if, if we yeah. can't... We have to put, and I, I, I kind of, this is such a cliche and I'm kind of tired of the same, but it's so true. You got to put your oxygen mask on first. Bam. You, you have to because we co-regulate. If we're out of sorts and our nervous system activated, they're feeling all of that. And what did you do? Because I know what you did. You were getting up at the crack of dawn to give yourself some time and you were meditating. Yep. I was meditating. I was going in. I was filling my cup. And the only way I know I can do that is to be come to my center, get out of the spinning of the mind. 
Right. Because in there you were like, oh, what's going on with him? Does yes. he have a mood disorder? Does he have ADHD? Yes. Is this the right yes. school? Do I put him here? What is it? Oh. You know, like you were doing the spin and I was yeah, like, hold on, hold on. I'm always like, let's take an aerial view. Let's step yeah. back. Why is the behavior happening? And you yes. can't understand it when you're in it. You've got yeah. to pull back. Yeah. I'm not saying you're not going to have any level of worrying, but you can't be in a place where you're re- literally driving the worry train. No. You've got to get yourself back a little bit. And that's what we did, right? We looked uh-huh. at what were those things? What yeah. what was happening? Is it the school? Yeah. Is there something with the brother? Is it yeah. what is he eating? Yeah. Is it the sleep? When we really unpack that, and you know, these are questions that anybody can ask, right? Yeah. Because I think that everyone always thinks they run to, is it ADHD and do I need a prescription? Is this a mood disorder? Do I need a prescription? Because that's what we know. I'm not saying that, right? And and people that are tuning in, you know, there's a variety of parents that that are listening to this podcast. Some of them, it's new to them that there are alternatives to talk therapy. And and talk therapy is appropriate in a regu- when your nervous system is regulated, right? We even looked at therapists. We looked at everything. And, and I just want to touch on like, we so want a diagnosis because we think that then we will have the solution. But our children, there's not a problem. Where's the problem? How do I diagnose? And what do I make? How do I make it stop? It's so much more than that. And in a way that can feel overwhelming because if we diagnose and we get something, then we have a solution and we fix it. But that's not reality. That's not reality because there's always, yeah. even with a diagnosis, what are the contributors, right? Yes. What are they, what's in your ecosystem mm-hmm. yes. that is helping and hurting, right? Exactly. And so when you were like, you helped me focus on solutions. And I was like, yes, yeah. it was like, let's lean into the things that actually help. Yes. And then let's discontinue the things that aren't. Yeah. And I have to say to you, like, you know, a lot of people... And and this is just a normal thing. They think if I get my kid to school, everything will be okay. I mean, it's something I hear every day. And then usually it explodes, right? Because they're they're hoping that's the thing that's going to push the bottle cap back on on a champagne bottle, right? The cork, push it back in. But you were like, okay, he's having a hard time there. We're going to work on this. We're going to pull out because what we were both worried about and every parent should worry about is that school needs to be a successful, happy place. And if it's not, then you're going to really deal with school refusal and resistance. Right. And that's its own thing. You know, there's episodes coming up on that, too. But you hunker down. And really said, I'm going to work on this co-regulation. I'm going to work on the behaviors. I'm going to reinforce the behaviors I want. And what happened? Magic. I mean, truly, it was magical. Within a couple days to a week, once I had like clarity and understood the factors that were hurting and the things that I could do to help, he was a different child. I mean, listen to this. At the end of the school year, they asked him to speak. He was eight years old to speak in front of the entire school to tell him about his journey and how awesome it was. It was so beautiful. I was there like crying, like, oh my goodness, like where we were and here we are. And I truly believe, you know, one of the things and the insights that you gave me is like, it really begins within us. It really begins within us because if we're on edge, if our nervous systems are activated, if we're not taking care of ourselves, 
they are going to pick that up. Like they are just mirrors of that. Yeah. And you can, you know, it's funny, like something had happened recently and my little kid is pretty chill and his teacher e- emailed me and said, is something going on? Because John Carlo was tense. And I'm like, <laughs> that those are words that don't happen. And he came back and he literally said the exact same words that came out of my mouth. And he had been spinning on it for two days. And I, I could see something was off with him. I talked to him about it and he was afraid to talk to me about it, which is not like him at all. And, and, you know, we have very open communication in our house. We put things out on the table, which is what happened here. And it was probably something was too big for him was digesting it. And nobody is immune to the stress. And even though I reassured him initially, he needed a whole other separate conversation to feel good about it. And also wasn't a one and done. It was jumping in, talking about it, making sure it's okay. And me being like, you better pull your stuff together, Dr. Roseanne, you know, because he's watching you stress out and it doesn't matter what was coming out of your mouth. He sees you're freaking stressed and upset. And Uh and that's an important lesson. Like what you say has to match up to your body language, Uh to what you're actually doing, you know, and isn't it perfectly normal, right? We're only as happy as our happiest child as mothers. I mean, it's just the reality. But like, we also don't have to go from zero to 60. You didn't go from zero. You got spinny for a second. Then you were like, I'm going to talk to Dr. Roseanne because, you know, your buddy's going to tell you like if if he was ADD, it'd be like, Becky, that kid's flipping ADD. Let's do it. You know, I'm going to tell you like it is. But it was like, wait, hold on. We can't go there. This is not. And even if behaviors have been there a long time, right, we have to take action. If something isn't working, why are we doing the same thing, right? If, you know, people come to me all the time and they try eight, nine, 10 different psychiatric medications and none of them work. And it's really because we're not, you're not to blame parents. The people that are educating you are not educating you in that you still have to make micro changes. Behaviors don't just change without them being reinforced and practiced. I mean, that's just what it is. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same way you learn to read. You didn't get it shown one time. And this is what I love so much about what you're doing and what you're bringing to the world is you are really shifting this mentality of instant gratification because that's what we've been led to believe is like, oh, if I take a pill, then this is going to happen. I mean, it doesn't work that way. The world does not work that way. No. It's like the nature does not work that way. Nature takes its time. It, it accomplishes everything, right? I think that's a, from... Um, I can't remember. Uh, I love that you said that because it's true. It's nature so true. takes its time, you know? And we have to honor that process. Mm-hmm. And we have to honor ourselves and our children yeah. in those changes. And we put so much pressure on ourselves and, and look for these huge... So much. Things big changes. That's not how it works. And they only people, kids, adults, we only are happy with the end result. And we feel like everything else is a failure, but that's not how it works. You don't get to the summit of the mountain, but you have to go to the base camps. And so you got to put in the work and we are a nation of instant gratification, but you can step out of that. 
that's when the magic happens. I mean, you know, I love these stories of like, this is serious. Your kid didn't go to school for six weeks. Your family was like, it was tense. It was horrible, right? The siblings affected, the marriage is affected. Everything. The people in your life have their opinion. Yes, I do know that. (laughs) And you get embarrassed. You get scared. You know, there's a ton of emotions behind it. And ultimately, every kid goes through something at some point. Nobody wants to think that. Even when you have, you know, I have an easy kid, I like to say, and I have a kid that needs me more. The easy kid has benefited from my A-game parenting because my harder kid needs me to be like, calm. Yeah. (laughs) I can't even be neutral with him. I got to be like on it. You know what I mean? And when I'm not ready for it, I'm like, Max, I want to talk to you about this, but my brain isn't working properly. And he's like, okay, he gets it, which is great. We've had good conversations and he doesn't take it personally. He now starts to understand adults have times too where things aren't great. And I think that is so beautiful because I think what we we want our kids to think is that we have it all together. Does your child struggle to complete tasks or they can't stay focused enough to finish their homework or get anything done? Or maybe they're super fearful and moody. This may leave you questioning if your child has ADHD or something else like a learning problem, anxiety, depression, or OCD. Well, I've created a quick quiz that will tell you if it's ADHD or something else. Text the word quiz to one three alert more to take my free quiz so you can get to the bottom of what's going on and the right solutions. That's text the word quiz to one three alert more. And one of the biggest things is, I mean, I embrace crying in front of my kids. I embrace having these emotions and expressing myself because that's what we're here to do. We're not here to bottle it all up. And I think that's what we've been trained to do. We've been conditioned to not be emotional, be quiet, be good. But that is not reality. And honestly, that I believe that's the biggest cause of mental illness is that this unexpressed, unprocessed energy that has been bottled up and so beautiful that you we have to step in and truly embody and and do our own healing well and i think what you're saying right now i i want to go back to this about emotions because i think this is such an important commentary so people are disconnecting from their emotions as a society as an american society and and in other cultures as well they're not as disconnected as Americans, like in in Europe and uh, like Australia, New Zealand, these countries that are considered some of the happiest places, they have a different sense of community than we do. But Mm -hmm. the further we disconnect from our emotions due to accepting stress in our daily life, the more your kids will struggle. And when they don't have emotional language, except for anger, worry. We have a range of emotions and kids need to experience them. And, you know, and one of the things when I work one-on-one in our brain behavior reset with program with any family is in a few minutes, I can assess if this is a family that uses emotional language Mm. hear it. And so anybody who's not comfortable with the emotions, I mean, we're going to break you in, you're going to use it. 
they're going to be harder to work with because they want to disconnect from it. And there's a lot of reasons that happens. It's it's, nobody's at fault. But this conversation right here, I hope it's an unlock it moment. Like you're like, wait a second. Oh, my kid's always angry because we don't really use emotional language in our house. And we're always like, why are you so angry? You know, kids need to know there is a range. And if we're only focusing because your kid does get more stuck in anger or more stuck in worry and we're over-focusing on that, they're not going to recognize yeah. the other emotions. And it's going to be harder to support your child. And let's face it, some kids need more TLC. Like I said, I oh. have one kid that needs more TLC and that's okay. I love that you embrace it and, and truly integrate this type of emotional work because our kids need to feel safe in their emotions. Definitely. Because if it's, you know, one of my friends uses this analogy. If you're on an airplane and there's turbulence, you look to the flight attendant. If she's like, you know, I'm good. Then you're like, oh, okay, I'm fine. If she's like, hold on, you're like, run. I mean, that's what our kids are looking at. And if we're like, oh my gosh, don't be angry. We're starting to get activated because of the child's emotion. They don't feel safe in it. And so it's truly like... What I love is you bring this more self-awareness and it's not just about the kid. It's a whole community. Well, like you said, you got to share your calm, right? So that flight attendant, I love that, right? You know, but the body shows itself. I mean, I always say when you think about somebody, there was somebody in one of my business groups, like all of us were like, that woman is the most anxious woman that we have ever had in our group. We went to the head and we were like, she's hijacking our meetings. Mm-hmm. She's asking worried questions all the time. You need to support her. You need to go and have a one-to-one with her and support yeah. her. She doesn't have any connection to her anxiety and her constant need for reassurance and things. And kids show us those internal signals, right? Yeah. When we have an angry kid. <laughs> there's no avoiding that, right, Becky? Yeah. But yeah. when you have a worried kid... You know, what do they do? They look for reassurance and they avoid things. Yeah. And that can be that window into something's going on in the inside. But connecting kids to a range of emotions, helping them process all of them Mm -hmm. and without over reassuring them, like really teaching them ways to cope. I mean, look at Ryder. He was like, I had a hard time. We're not going to be embarrassed about it. And I'm going to talk about it at my school. What a celebration. It was night and day. I mean, we still talk about it. Like we're still just so in awe. And I'm so so grateful that I knew where to go. Because honestly, if I was a mother that didn't have access or didn't know there was another way, I would have taken him to a doctor and got him on medications. And who knows what can happen from that? I mean, I already, I've already seen I know. the aftermath of that. And that is not, and I'm just so grateful. You know, and that's why I think this is so important for moms to know that there is another way. And, you know, we know innately, we know innately that going to the doctor and getting prescribed medications to oppress what our children are experiencing and feeling is not in alignment. We are in discord and we feel it in our guts, whether we are aware of it or not or not. You feel it. You know. And so what's beautiful is that this we got to get this message out to mom. There are other ways. There are supplements. There are ways of communicating. There are ways of energy work like you do. There are ways of helping the brain function in a way that, that to support it so that we have our children back. 
And, you know, that's so beautiful because many parents say to me, I ignored my gut because I know nothing else was presented to me. And so that's what these conversations are about. And like to have courageous mothers like you share your story. You're building this beautiful community. We have our natural parents solution community, too. And what is it about is safe spaces so that people have a tribe, but also can say, like, I need help with no judgment. That's what's happening. People are afraid. They don't know what who to ask. They don't know where to go to. And you were like, I'm I'm going to ask Roseanne. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and I was, you know me, I'm like, please, let's do that. And and that's why I opened the door to the community because not everybody can work one-on-one with me as much yeah. as I love that. We oh, don't right. have unlimited ability. We, we're, right. it's concierge. It's a tiny yeah. amount of people every mm-hmm. month that we accept. I think that, People need a lifeline. Everybody's child is experiencing at one point or another, and some of them all the time, a level of distress, whether it's understimulated behaviors like, you know, being withdrawn or having being zoning out or having focus problems or overstimulated the anger the the ups and downs in their in their daily life, school refusals, big behaviors or full on crises. I think that's the scariest part about mental health. I get so many people who come to me out of just complete desperation because they tried to get help along the way and nobody really ever educated them or told them what they do. They just said, this pill will work. That is truly a daily conversation that I have with anybody that's new um, that comes in because they're looking for help and you just got to take action, right? Like that was a great part about you. You're like, I'm doing it, you know? And and it and it was just baby steps. It was in, okay. We're going to do this, and then we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this. And yeah. in the meantime, I'm going to make sure that I'm taking care of myself. Yep. So that I also can help have a nice, calm nervous system for him to respond to. And for him so to important. Oh and my gosh! You got to carve out the time. All of That's us are busy. It's at least ten minutes. You can find yep. it if you have to get up a little early, right? It's, um, it's a life yeah. changer. The life will, changer. And and what happens is as you create more space in your day for this time of connection, you're going to not be as busy because the mind, you're really not that busy. Like your mind's busy, but you're just either sitting, walking, uh, you know, standing, sitting, laying down. Like we're all have, we all have things to do, but you can move in a non-busy, calm way. And, and yes. it's possible it is you, possible. Got, you got to start to train the mind and you got to start to connect. You do. It's, it's you vital. know, and I always think like I had a mom who had seven kids and she could find the time. Yes. We, the time <laughs> is there. If she and can her kids had clinical issues. So she was coming to me. So I always think she had seven kids, people. So <laughs> let's, we all can find the time. Wow. Becky, what would you want a parent who is thinking about natural solutions, what's one thing you'd want them to know that maybe they don't know? I mean, you gave a lot of nuggets away. So maybe it's something you already said, but I really just want people to open up their minds because natural solutions are evidence-based and there's a lot of research behind many ones. But what would you want somebody to know who's like, wait, I'm scared. I don't know what to do. And they're sort of stuck in this indecisiveness. And basically what winds up happening is they wait for the, you know, the poop to hit the fan. They wait for the crisis. So instead of getting to that, what would you want for people to know about natural solutions? Well, I just think it's this understanding that we are nature. Our body is made of the elements of earth. We are nature. And, and, and we, 
are in alignment with the gifts of mother nature, with her medicines, with her food. When we move away and start to ingest and put on ourselves these lab man-made created um, synthetic um, uh, pills, solutions, foods, the body does not know what to do with that. And we are this beautiful, complex universe. And so, the, and, all, and truly, what it needs is this, the foundations. We need real food. We need to move our bodies. We need sunshine and nature. We need connection. We need to slow down. Just like Mother Nature accomplishes everything. There's no hurry. So it's getting out of the spinning of the mind and coming home. And it's right there. It's right there for us. And so I just think holding that perspective that we are nature and that nature supports us is, is really just the first, the foundation of how much there is to really support us out there that is holistic, that is natural. That's really the way that that is that we're meant to live. So so beautifully said. And you know what I love about that is so many of the things and they're just accessible to people, yeah. right? Sometimes so I always say we don't make we make mental health much harder than it has to be. Yeah. And there's a common sense component. And all the things you talked about, there's tons of research about exercise and when we we do things that calm our brain and sunlight. These are all evidence-based approaches to mental yeah. health that we're not really putting out there. And so thank you so much for sharing that. And you did such a great job explaining to people about, you know, my work. But for anybody who is considering doing our brain behavior reset program or using our calm PMF device, what would you say to somebody who is considering working with our team? I say don't wait. There's no, you, you need the support. We need to understand and be shown how much there is that we can be that that can support us and our children. Like there's no, there's just don't wait. I mean, just move into it. Step in, lean in because it's going to change your life. Well, thank you, my sister from another mother. And, you know, this has been a powerful episode. There's so many amazing things that you talked about and shared with people. And, you know, this podcast is about hope. When your kid is struggling, whether they have had lifelong clinical issues, they've tried all the meds, you haven't tried anything, you're scared, this is a resource for you. So wherever you are on the journey, just know it's going to be okay. You've got to take an action. And when we use natural solutions and we focus on reinforcing the behaviors, we focus on sharing our calm our kids learn to thrive. So catch us on the next episode. You need the right solution to help your child be successful at home, school, and life. And that's why I've created the Solution Matcher. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash help, D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N forward slash help to get the right solution for where you're at. 